What's up, gays, guys, and girls? Um, today we have a special guest here. You may know him as B. Coy. You may know him as Benjamin Coy. You may know him as the Benjamin Simmons or Benjamin the Stallion. Um, but today we have Benjamin Coy of the Benjamin Coy dot blog. Hey, Benji, how are you? Hey, y'all. What's going on? You remember me, Michael? Ooh, you was a little choppy, but that's okay. That's okay. I am. Uh, I'm doing good. You know. Um, Life is good. Um, I got all my books. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I, I didn't get all my books, but I got enough books for me. Well, you ordered enough, so I think you should be set for a minute. I don't think the viewers should know this, but hey. I mean, they know it now. Um, I'm not going to spill your tea. I'll let you spill it. That's not my business. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You just put me out there and like, I don't appreciate it at all. I just... Oh, Huh? My bad. You good. You good. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. I can hear okay. you well. Okay. Is this thing on? Is this thing recording? Okay. Yes, yes. You know my <laughs> assistant, uh, Karen. You're doing a great job, Karen. Yes, she um she made sure everything was good on each on both ends, you know. She talked to your assistants. Um, you know, assistant meet assistants. Um okay. bitches only. Period. Period. But yes, Ben, so tell us about yourself. Who is the Benjamin? Who is the Ben? Who is the Ben? Well, um, wow, that's such a... (laughs) Well, I am Benjamin Coy. Um, I am a lifestyle, entertainment news, and fashion blogger. Um, I'm a recent graduate of the great Bethune-Cookman University, where I studied public relations and advertising. Um, And soon I will be... Um, a graduate student at American University studying digital communication strategies. So, yes. um, a little bit about me. Um, I also have a um, a budding, very small scale, um, small, real small, very small scale PR firm um, where I focus on crafting communications pieces and social media management. Come on, we stand. Um, thank you, thank you. Here at Geek Headquarters, we give you your flowers. Thank you. I appreciate them. I'm loving They smell delicious. Right? They, they smell awesome. <laughs> mm, nothing but the best. But yes, no. So speaking of all of that, uh, with you going into PR, so what is like your PR firm? You know, what? So how did you come up with the PR firm? So currently, it's Communications by Benjamin Coy. Um, I'm still not sold on that name, but, you know, as time progresses and as we grow, right. so will our platform. Um, but I actually came up with it because after college, um, I wanted to continue to doing social media management, um, doing a lot of things that I was doing in college for my different organizations. Um, I wanted to do that, but now get paid for it since I got that degree. Um, so degree I started that. To it. And Thank the signs. Because I got those credentials. The credentials came. The narrows. Money's going to come. The money's going to follow. USD. Period. Um, so that's how that really came up. Um, it was really an, an extension of my platform, which is Benjamin Coy. Um, yes. So I did that. So that started in February of this year. Um, and so I've had, you know, 
little jobs here and there, just enough to get some experience and get some exposure. Um, but eventually I want to have like an actual PR firm that's not just me, um, mm-hmm. but I want to focus just in digital communications. Yes, we live. Uh, but also speaking of that, because you spoke of it, well, I, I mean, I introduced you before you even introduced yourself. Um, <laughs> So, you know, the main reason why you're here, you're here for the Benjamin Coy dot blog. So, yes. so for the people who haven't followed, you know, your blog, for the people who don't know what it is, can you tell us what your blog is? You know, what's the idea behind it? How did you come up with it? You know, things of that matter. Well, <clears throat> that nature. Um, well, so I started my platform, The Benjamin Coy, um, in 2017. That was three years ago. Wow. Um, and honestly, honestly, the blog came out of I was home from college for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if anybody else knows, but getting a summer job as a college student is very difficult because the girls don't want to hire you because they know that you're going to leave in August. So I had yeah. that issue. Um, 2017. So I was at home and honestly and truly I was watching Project Runway and I was looking for a way to break into like, right. I was looking for a way to break into um, the fashion industry because I love fashion. I love styling. I love all those things. Um, But I am not a fashion designer. Um, So I said, well, what better way than to just comment on other people's Looks. fashion yeah yes looks runway carpet looks so that's where the basis of the benjamin coy started um and then i also want to talk about you know things that's going on in my life or things that are affecting other people's lives so that's where the lifestyle came in and then the entertainment news i love music um so that's most of where the entertainment news aspect comes in mm-hmm. um but the the blog is really geared toward millennials um, well, millennials and kind of Gen Zers, you know, that we that good little segue of yeah, 1990. Like, we're old enough to remember when cell phones weren't, but we also like grew up on iPads. Like, I also grew up going outside. I feel like I had a right, hybrid. like, yeah, it's like you know, you, you, you grew up going outside, but going outside with the iPad. Yeah. Well, well not 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 not, li- <laughs> not not literally an iPad, well, you know. It's because you know, iPads, with the iPads came out in 8th grade. So, I'm like in that weird mixture. But that's where it came um and one of my friends who actually really inspired me to also start my blog, who I love, love so much, and I shout her out anytime I can. Um, her name is Chelsea Simone. We've been really good friends. Come on, since Chelsea Simone. High school. Yes, that's my girl. Um, so she started her blog in 2016. Um, yeah, 2016. And I had the opportunity to be a part of her initial photo shoot, and I loved it. Um, and so she really inspired me to go ahead and start my platform. And so she's been like my... Mm-hmm blog mentor sister girl so yeah shout out to you girl i, I don't shout know out you, to but, my girl. you know but you know this is a shout out from the um you know the shout out from me so geek family go follow what was her yes. name again? chelsea oh chelsea simone i'm not sure of her instagram but if everything will be in, in the details yes there we go yes shout <laughs> out to my girl chelsea love her love her uh, okay, so yeah, so with uh, that being said, with your blog, have you seen any growth? You know, with yeah, with your blog, have you seen any growth with it? Like, have so what is that word? Wow, um, 
sorry guys um but you yeah, know so because i really lost the word but have you seen any growth like overall have you seen any growth growth with it whether it's in the view department the engagement department you know outside mm-hmm. like external source department like have you seen any growth within it um i have definitely well i saw a lot of growth um during my initial rollout mm-hmm. um that was probably the best like time just because I was really consistent. I was pumping out the blogs. I mean, I was pumping out. I mean, strong. Um, yes. And so I think I got, which I mean, it, it sounds very small, but I got up to like a thousand views within the first, within the first, what was that? No, not a thousand, 5,000 views by like oh. November. Yes. So oh, that was, was really that was really big for me. That was really big for me. Um, now whether they were my family clicking on the links more than enough times, I don't <laughs> even know. But those engagements say five thousand, so I, we're I gonna go that. with that. Um, but no, yeah, I, I definitely feel like that was a great time. At, you know the the platform that I have, it shows it shows not only how many views you have and how many people are reading your post, but it also shows like where the people are coming from. And I think the first time gotta love I like, WordPress. gotta love WordPress. The first time that I saw somebody open my link from like Ireland and then somewhere in France and all these, you felt like an international beach. I said, Oh, she's international. International. Oh. She's a worldwide woman. W W W. Like yes, yes. Don't get me started on on Queen B because I can go on forever. But so (laughs) that that is that's really I have seen a lot of growth. Um, And then as the years progressed, um, as the years progressed, it started to get a little difficult just for me Mm -hmm. um, as a creator because you know all creators go through this period of time where we feel different ways and so i definitely started to be inconsistent with my blog so i Mm. saw the inconsistencies were being reflected onto my platform so but i will say since i have relaunched or each time i relaunched um i always saw something new in my growth department whether it's new engagements new subscribers you see growth within yourself too yes 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 definitely growth in myself definitely growth within my writing um, how I write, you know, punctuation, grammar, all that stuff, how I um, articulate things. I've definitely seen all that growth as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because, yeah, I would say it's, it is a lot of growth. Well, yeah, uh, on outside growth, but then also when you, when it comes to relaunches, because I felt that, but like every relaunch, I'm just like, okay, now I know how to handle this better. I know how to yes, do promo for this better. I know what to do or say, like, I know not like now I know my audience for the current moment is just for mm-hmm. like, especially when you jumping for your relaunch at a really good time mm-hmm. for that type of content that you're putting out. I think, ooh, excuse me. I think that is the best. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've definitely taken a page from Queen B. Um, yes. And each time she relaunches, she reconstructs her platform. Um, if you look at, self-titled if you look at lemonade if you look at b-day sasha fierce every era every mm-hmm. album it's a new it's a new beyonce she's reinvented she's bigger More and better better than before big so that stands for bands period so that's how <laughs> i um that's what i try to achieve when i can relaunch now i would not suggest for those who are out there 
wanting to start a blog or want to start a platform, I do not suggest relaunching your platform as many times as I did. It's very risky. It, it's yes. It's very. You know, if it's necessary, then do your thing. Yeah, if it's necessary, most definitely relaunch your uh, your blog. Um, but then also, if you can, try to avoid yes. relaunching. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah, because you're speaking from two people who have experience in this uh, field. Mm-hmm. As you may know, Geek Podcast had, I mean, not pod, well, yeah, actually not podcast, but the blog itself, it has two, I think, yeah, two, three re- relaunches. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm surprised everything survived. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, it's like post-corona, like, it's, it's, it's like post-zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. you know, very much um, seeing who's still alive. Um, but, you know, a relaunch, you, what you call it, while yes, you know, when you come back with a relaunch, you know more, you can do more, you know, all of that. But then also, during a relaunch, it's also you pretty it's pretty much starting your blog back from new mm-hmm. and then you're reliving the stress of original launch so then boom now you're trying to avoid burnout like you mm-hmm. did when yes um and then also yeah. it, your numbers do take a toll the more you relaunch they do, they do. be consistent so, yeah i would not suggest to continuously relaunch young ladies and gentlemen and unless you're Beyonce or you're Beyonce and just adjacent now if you're Beyonce if you do what you want to do right or if you're Beyonce Jason go ahead by all means do what you got to do do what you got to do because I'll be there either way period with my coins period 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 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no so uh speaking of consistencies and inconsistencies I know you spoke on it a little bit how have the well what if you don't mind me asking what were some of the like inconsistencies like with what are some inconsistencies that you've seen within your blog um while you were while you were away or like in the middle of like a relaunch um definitely i took a lot of hmm. as far okay as far as moments of inconsistencies i'd say i was sometimes i would become inconsistent on okay if i set my blog release day a new blog release day would probably be either friday or sunday mm-hmm. some weeks there would not be posts for those weeks mm-hmm. so inconsistent in the calendar of when i'm going to release new entries um and that kind of came out of not really having like anything to say or not or feeling like what I had to say didn't wasn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, like nobody wants to read this. So why am I going to post it? They're like, girl, anyway. So, right. So that's I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just come back. And then that turns into two weeks. Then that turns into three weeks. And then life happens. And then it turns into a year. So, yeah. Okay. And with those... um because, you know, we always talked about not doing a whole bunch of relaunches, but will this be the comeback year of the Benjamin blog? Well, so the Benjamin blog, um, yes. So I am back. I am back posting. Yes. Um, I am back in the creative space. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I think I started, well, I was supposed to start in March, but life. Um, so that's already in April. Yes. And I did, I did a few posts. Um, and so, but very quickly, I realized that, at least for me, 
writing a post every week is not realistic. Um, just because of every other aspect of my life that I'm dealing with right. and also trying to find back to trying to find the actual words to say what I want to say or what to talk about. Um, so I'm, now I'm kind of at the point where I'm going to make whatever I have to say, I'm going to make it be the focal point. So right. if I don't have anything, uh, if I don't feel like what I have to say is important enough to be put on this platform, then I probably am not going to make an entry. Um, and that's, that kind of sounds inconsistent and I agree, but I'd rather me make one post a month and that post garner all the views, all the respect, all the, all the attention. And it's really something that's powerful and makes a statement rather than posting one post every week. And it's two paragraphs of nothingness. So, right. and now, now, and then that goes back to, I'm sorry, I take after Beyonce. Beyonce, <laughs> she rolls out albums. You know, I feel like this, I'm at the point where I'm rolling out albums. I'm not rolling out little hot singles for the on girls rollouts. to fight on for the week. I want, I want to get to posting things that are going to make you think and that are, you know, not just going to have you like, and oh, create this is conversation. Cute. Next. Right, right. So, okay. but yes, the Benjamin Coy is back. We're in full swing. Um, we, I used to be the BenjaminCoy.com, but somebody stole my, somebody stole my, uh, what's it called? My domain. We're coming out you. there. If you're out there, God don't like ugly. So BenjaminCoy.blog, yes, we are back. Yeah! The BenjaminCoy.blog is back. The BenjaminCoy.blog is back. The BenjaminCoy.blog is back. I'm gonna hire you, and I'm gonna do a, uh, I'm gonna do a, 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 a show song. What do you call that? Um, theme song. Theme song. Yes. Come on, theme song. Yes. yes. I'll make those vocals on a track. Sweet. My people will be in touch with your people. Okay. Okay. I'll send the email. You know. I'm please, sure please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, so outside of the Benjamin Coy blog care to share anything that else that you're working on outside of that realm are you working on anything can we expect more than just benjaminkoy.blog or you know tell us well yes um, <laughs> i have been <laughs> i have been working on a lot um for the blog mm-hmm. um i've been battling a few branch out platforms i've been bouncing around the idea of starting a youtube channel or starting an ig tv series or um starting a podcast um all of these have just been honestly have just been ideas Mm -hmm. um and back in the day back in the day um before i received that degree i probably would have launched that like I would have had the idea on Friday and I would have launched it on Sunday. But now I'm trying to be marinate a little bit more, it. I'm trying to marinate in it and trying to see, okay, I want to do this, but do I have content for such and such? Do I have enough time to be consistent with all the new things that are coming up in, in life? Do I, you know, can I really devote this time to an audience, to birthing an audience? Cause it's, it's not easy. Right. Um, so do I have, the time to do that um but yes there are some things that are coming along that i'm very very excited to share um so just be on the lookout just be on the lookout yes. just follow me you know we'll see what we follow have but yes so with that us outside of 
not doing multiple relaunches is there any type of any type of advice you want to give the creatives that are millennial gen z that that weird middle that we talk about mm-hmm. any any advice that you would love to give to the girls i um i mean i have a lot to say but <laughs> i one thing or i'll say two things the first okay. is never apologize for being authentically you um that is something that has like just been piercing my heart lately and I have really been wanting to share that with everyone to never apologize for being yourself um, because you're the best version of you and like if you try to be something else and you try to be something that you're not it's not gonna it's not gonna come out the girls are gonna see you right through that so if you are trying to start a platform if you're wanting to be a a creative um, make sure what you're doing is authentic to you Um, you know, figure out what, what your brand is. For me, um, I always try to, for me, I have three adjectives of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to make sure that whatever I do uh, professionally or within my creative space, I make sure that it lines up with those three adjectives of my brand. So I would say if when you're branding yourself, find three things, three adjectives, you know, that are, you know, good adjectives. You know. And try and align everything you do with those three adjectives. Um, And then next, I would say, or last, I would say, everything you need to be successful, God has already given it to you. The universe has already gifted it to you. Whoever you believe, they've already given it to you. It's inside of you. All you have to do is just tap into it. Like all the tools you need to be successful. Like before I show to say, tap in. Period. That's all you got to do is just tap into it. Um, you know, sometimes we wait until something happens or we wait until we have the supplies to do something, but let's figure out how to start doing it now. So if you want to start a YouTube channel, you don't have to wait until you get a, a Canon T6 Elemental P. Start with your, you know, start with your iPhone. It has a good camera, you know, start rolling out content and then grow toward that. You don't need to get a $50,000 uh, ring light at first grow into things like that be okay with growing into things so everything you need to be successful god has already given it to you and never apologize for being authentically you well that kind of segues into the next thing which we'll get into right now hey guys so we're back um and today we're going to be talking about a book if you have if you've seen it on my igtv i already talked about it videos up go look at it now at i'm so prime link in the uh, description box but today we're going to be talking about this amazing book called all boys aren't blue by george M. johnson look oh you got your copy too you got your copy? Come on, show you it was not george M. johnson it is george M. johnson Oh, I thought you said Jordan. No, George. Say, who is Jordan Johnson? Yes. Oh my God. The, oh, girl, the resemblance. I see it. Yes. Come on, cheekbones. My first cover. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so speaking of this book, overall, like what are what were what were some of your favorite things about the books? What were some things you resonated with? Like, you know, um also um, I know I said it for the book videos, but it was for the book videos. But as you may know, in the podcast, we are very spoiler-ish. Um, so yes, yeah, so if you don't want to hear about the book, you know, just you can end the the audio here. But 
if you're here for it or you know you're not going to read it you just want everybody else's opinion continue to listen yes what were your favorites what were some of your favorite parts of the book what were some parts that you resonated with well first let me just say that i absolutely love this book um and i think i love it even more because i love the author um i first came across george when I was like down a rabbit hole and on YouTube looking at random videos. Mm-hmm. And it was a video of him and it was a other, few other black queer content creators on like doing like a round table discussion. And just all of his points that he was making were just so valid and he was enunciating them so clearly and I loved it. So it led me to following him and that's how I came about the book. Um, And what really drew me into the book before I even read it was the title, All Boys Aren't Blue, which is something that I like resonate with so well because I myself do not fit into the blue stereotype, so to speak, of um, boys, heteronormative boys. Um, I do not, you know, I don't relate to every other boy. So just the, the the title alone already gave me what I needed to know. Um, but I, I love this book so much because, you know, oftentimes there's one narrative that's told um, about in LGBT stories. Um, there's one narrative that's told for Black LGBT stories. And so this, and, and some some of those stories I can relate to, some parts of them I can relate to, some parts of them that I can't relate to, don't know about yet or don't have that experience to you know relate to the characters but this was the first um this is the first book or first story that i read um where i could literally see myself in each chapter um i could i could honestly and truly resonate with each story that was in the chapter um in some way or another now now some things were different but a lot of the things were the same and so it was just really it was really crazy to just read my life's story basically um and so yeah i'm very thankful for george for you know writing this book shout out to george if you see this if you listen there we fans we are fans and we're waiting for that next book too we we waiting yes we waiting I, I just I just love um, I know there's probably like more specific questions you have but I just I love everything about the book so I'll save my comments for the next few yes but also same this book I when when I first heard about it, it was on a podcast um, you know podcast uh, podcasters um, wow lost it who's, that fast anyways um, whose podcast was it I think it was the friend zone shout out to friend I think it was friend zone I'm gonna have to go back. It was somebody's podcast. Girl, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, but yes, no, uh, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, this will be a good book. And I was just like, you know, I'll pick it up because I mean, I, I do like reading, so I was gonna pick it up anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so like I picked it up and I was just like, okay, I wasn't expecting much from it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, and I don't mean to say that in a bad way when I'm say I wasn't expecting much from it. I was like, Oh, okay, it's going to cover same old story that we hear about every everybody else. Right. You know, like you say, like like you said with that one story. But I, a lot of the points that he made in there, I actually like resonated with. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. it's 
like after like i'm there like as i'm reading i'm like so he must have been reading like my personal diary at one i'm point. telling you <laughs> he had to have been walking with me along my entire life because everything he wrote was literally a part of me so right yeah i loved it <sighs> okay so I, that... I, I, thank you for telling my story right thank thank you for telling us <laughs> For telling us stories, <laughs> look, you should make that. Look, he should make that his uh his campaign for that. Thanks for telling our story, right? Now I'm in PR, so I can help you run a PR campaign, George. Oh, 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 oh! Call me, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so getting more into the book, George talked about growing up. You know, being called a a trigger warning sissy or you know a faggot mm-hmm. because he was mm-hmm. a very sassy kid i hate that word but yeah so it's just like did you have to growing up did you have to deal with that yes um i dealt with a lot of those um derogatory terms um and a lot of them for some reason came from like while in elementary school like kindergartners like first graders calling me those things like how do you i don't even know what that is yet how are you calling me right so it's like when i was young when I was younger, I did not necessarily know what it meant. I know that it was not a good thing to be called those words, um, just because the negative connotation that everybody like had on it. Mm-hmm. Um, like when people would call me that, they'd be like, "Ha ha, you're a ha 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 ha," and everybody laughed me. And then you know, what am I? What what are we laughing at? I don't right. Um, so I definitely had to grow up with that, um, and then. As I transitioned to middle and high school, I went to an arts school for middle and high school. So they were a little bit more, you know, accepting of different personalities. Um, (laughs) So, but even in that field, I went from being called to see your faggot or girly girl, whatever, to now being called a nigger, um, to now being called racist terms. So... You know, it's, it's 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 like if it ain't one thing, it's another. Like another, you know. I'm sorry, I didn't. Yes, yes, yes. If it ain't one thing, it's some other like another. And so, yeah, I've you know I've always dealt with as I, as I'm sure many other um, Black queer people have, just because it's a part of us. We have we are one of the only you know groups of people that feel oppression in a lot of different ways. Um, you're oppressed like it's you know you have oppression face you towards you being black and then you have oppression face you um because you're uh, a homosexual which is a sin it's it's yes yes. and And you know even in your queer community you know and then for the girls, you know, oh girl he he just just, you know there's just so much mm, just so much it's a lot It's, it's, it's a lot so but yes, I, you know, I have dealt with those things and to any, you know, anyone out there who is dealing with, you know, that type of bullying, fuck them. Don't listen to them. You know who you are, sweetie. Just start shooting don't people. Do your thing, girl. Embrace it. Just start shooting people. Okay. Don't, no, no, don't, don't, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but don't let anybody disrespect you either. Yeah. Either. Look, you, you ain't no. got to shoot them, but don't let them disrespect let you. Let them know what's up, sweetie. But don't, let's not be, let's not be too violent. We go after we go after bank accounts. Oh, I like that. Okay, we don't we don't go after physical. We 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 call our lawyers. That's what we do, sweetie. So, yes, yeah. but Self-flash. just continue go to push past it. 
you know, at the end of the day, you know who you are. You know you a bad bitch. Continue to be that bad bitch, period. I'm that bitch. Still that bitch. Been that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Megan the Stallion, the poet. Um, <laughs> but yes, no, I definitely feel that, especially going like like us, like we, you know, kind of both said, kind of jumping off of being black and gay, facing oppression. You know, one somebody told me one time, you know, this is when I came out, they said, being black is the first strike, being black and gay is the second strike. And you know, so it's just like we really don't have room to 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 pretty much feel for that other strike. It's because it's, it's literally then, one strike and we out. Well, then so first. I was always taught that, well, not always taught, but I was always taught the first spike is being black, then you're a black man, and now you're a black gay man. But I feel like they should so all, like, they the all, girls can't win. Fine. The girls can't they, win. It's just like, it should, especially with the, especially one with the Black Lives Matter movement, a lot of mm-hmm. people like to say that us black queer people put our queer identities before our black identities but what they fail to realize is that at the end of the day we're black and queer it's mm-hmm. it's not different identities it's our identity it's one identity when you see me on the street right before i open my mouth before i say anything to you what do you see black you see that I'm black so now I'm black, then I open my mouth and I got a little limp wrist, then I'm black and gay. So, you know, either way, girl, we're all, we all going through some things. Yes. But yes. Protect yourself, but also be the most authentic you that you can yes. be. Yes. Pump the streets. Never Again, never apologize for being authentically you. Girl, pump those streets. Like what he, what he say on the back of the book, be bold and brave and queer. I love it. I love it. I want it on a t-shirt. Get the merchandise immediately, George. I'm waiting on it. Look, UPR, go ahead. Get, 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 it, get it to it. Listen, let me go ahead and mock up a campaign for him. <laughs> let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and do it. <laughs> look, listen, I look, I know. But yes, so also with the that entire thing, how do you well have you also experienced microaggressions? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Wow. Yes, I have um, literally my entire life. What are your favorite microaggressions? Oh my god. So my favorite ones are like... Okay, so this is... Okay, so if I'm like... I've always been very... You know. Delicate with my fashions. Um, My pants have always been tight. Or... You know, I've always been a fashionista. So different things like, oh, why'd you decide to wear that today? Oh, your pants are that tight? Hmm, interesting. Can you can you breathe? Or different things like um, the other day, the other day I went through something where one of my family members asked me, you know, why do I use a certain type of meme? Classic. Um because you know most of the most of the memes I use are of women, um, and it's because you know it's hilarious. Okay, I love to use a good meme from Tiffany Pollard. She's funny. Okay, just because hilarious. I'm a man, just because I identify as a, as a man, does not mean that I can't use a woman meme. And so it's it's those small things like that um, that you know the answer, but you want to get your point across without thinking that you're being offensive but you know that you're being offensive and then there's the other ones like oh your hair oh my gosh it's so 
You have a different so for me. Rough. For how me, do you, how do you manage it? Does it hurt to comb your hair? Like that was one of them. Another thing uh, involving me being is, oh, this is a new hair color. Oh yeah, well now you used to color your hair a lot. Yes, um, <laughs> you know, but then the bitch went corporate, so we sticking to <laughs> we well, sticking yeah, to regular colors. True. We sticking to black, brown, and blonde, maybe a little bit of red. But yeah, I don't no. like the red face that was cute. The red was cute. The red was cute. Yes, I'm living for a good red. I'm also like as of right now, like my hair, you know, because quarantine, no haircut. But like mm-hmm. my hair now, I like it because it's just like before quarantine i did have brown in my hair so as my hair started to grow it's now looking like a nice little brown black hue and it gives like the, it it gives very okay. much autumn vibes okay right Cute. right well i'm giving you florida evans underneath this <laughs> rag. i'm giving you twa i'm giving you can you grip this and give me some microbades that's what i'm giving you Furious. yes um Especially this side, I I want to say forty five minutes before this event, I well before this I was literally asleep, and this entire side was oh, I hate flat. That. I hate we that. talking flatbread, honey. I hate that so much. We talking flatbread. That's why back in the day, that's why I used to have an afro, but then I cut it into a high top because high I sleep a lot. High tops. And my sides weren't growing, but my top just kept growing. So I just, I just cut into a high top. But yes, oh yes, <laughs> Your microaggression. Yes, microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> we we went way off topic. My bad. But yes, no, like yes. Oh, you you have a new hair color. What made you want to go with that color? Oh yes, that color. See, it's see, see if it wasn't said in such that way. It'd probably be a regular question. Are you like, oh, that's a cute hair color. What made you pick that? Like, I'm like, girl, you know, da, 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 da. but you exactly. there. What it's made you always, pick that color? It's always the way you say it. And the word, words are important, y'all. Words are. And wording are important. It's important. Yes. It's childly. Yes. It's, it's just like, what made you pick that color? And then it makes me realize it's like, oh, you're not, at, you're not really interested in my hair color. You're thinking, mm-hmm. oh, there's a, um, Trigger warning and faggots in the midst. Mm-hmm. And I want him to know that he is bringing all of that energy over here. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, also, when watching kids, um, yeah, when watching kids, oh, you know, because it was, I used to do babysitting here and there for mm-hmm. a certain individual um, who will remain unnamed for the podcast. I'm really saying, trying, trying not to say their name. But yes, no, where I used to watch them. And then, you know, I came out. And you know, just like, oh girl, like I see you need some help. You need me watch kid and I'm like, oh no, you know, I'm good. Or the times when I would, they'd be like, you know, don't bring that here, or you know, bring what? That, or keep that energy to the uh, keep that energy at the door. And I'm just like, girl, if your child is a boy, he like me as girl, I ain't do nothing for that. Yo, who he like, right? Who he like, what he like, That's my influence the- ain't. <laughs> Yeah. It's not if if he like women's he like women's if he like men's he like men's. He, he like if anything, like. if anything, I think those type of that type of thing. I think that comes from they just don't want to have someone feed it, or they don't want, want someone to like not enhance it. What's the word? Um, fuel it or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Because I know that had I had you know, someone around when I was younger who was also, you know, also queer, 
I would, I would have been popping the streets. I would have gone to them with so many questions. We would have been kicking. They would have, you know, I would not have to, I would not have, I would not have had to experience things alone. Um, I would have had to have someone to talk to. So, I mean, you know, you just, child. Child, anyway, so. <laughs> so outside of that, uh, speaking of child, um, the word that he has coined for that moment in his life, honey child. Yes. Did you have a honey child, uh, have, have a honey child word? Did you have a honey child era during middle school, high school? So I definitely had a honey child era. Um, on, I think I, see, now what's funny is, Miss George, I think I actually said honey child uh, because I too was brought up around a lot of influential, powerful, beautiful black women. Period. Um, and I feel like I said honey child, but I know a lot of times I say girl or child, you know, sweetheart, sweetie. I say sweetie a lot. I do say sweetie a lot. Um, sweetie. Yes. But I did, I did have that moment where like I was coming in and, you know, coming in and doing my thing. I had my girl group, my good girl group, shout out to Ashley and Charlay. They were my pals in elementary school, still love them to this day. Um, and, and we were the queens of the playground, period. Oh, period. Um, but also, shout out to Charlene and Ashley, because when I would have those moments where the boys would, you know, make me feel uncomfortable, the boys, the boys, the boys. they would stick up to me. They would stick up for me. So, shout out to them. Um, love you. So, but yes. Yeah, no, my favorite words was sweetie. It was... It, it, I, okay, so I didn't know about child at first. Uh, ben mm-hmm. actually told me about child. Because <laughs> I remember he said that. He was like, child. And I was just like, what? He was like, child. Mm-hmm. Like, the country? And he was just like, no. He was just like, <laughs> like child. I was just like, what? <laughs> I think, I think that's, but see, I think, I think I was child, lost. like specifically, I think that's a Southern thing. Because I know Possibly. my grandma, child. A lot. Like, I think that specifically is more of like a Southern slang. Gotcha. Yeah, because I, w- I was I was lost. Um, I was very lost. But yes. So, you know, speaking of, you know, you and your playground girls. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to my bitch. You know, <laughs> shout out to y'all. Um, so speaking of that, during, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, did you play any sports? You know, it whether it's a quote-unquote male sport or a female sport, did you play any sport? Yes. Um, I was an All-American. No, I'm lying <laughs> to you. Um, yes. So my dad, who I love dearly, is a um, – he is a football coach, like a head football coach. Um, he also coaches – he's coached track. He's coached wrestling. He even coached soccer. Um, so – and of course, he grew up playing sports, college football, and he's a manly man. Yes. Okay. So of course, when he realized he was having a son, he signed me up immediately. I mean, I fell out the womb and onto a football field, basically. Um, so yes, I've tried everything. I I tried sport. I mean, I tried football. I tried basketball, which I was actually good at basketball. Okay, I was not good at football. Horrible at football. I hated it. I was good at basketball, but did not enjoy it. Um, of course, I'm six two, so I will. I'm, if you don't I'm get always, your ass back on that court, I've always been tall. If you don't so, get your ass back on that court, but I did not enjoy that. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm at all. Right here. Yes. Then now, oh, I played. I tried t ball. Now I liked t ball. That t-ball was fun. Is fun. 
But when I was told that I could not play t-ball for the rest of my life and that it was only a child sport, I was upset. So, but yes, I did try, you know, the sports. Um, did not sports. enjoy the sports. Um, and thankfully, you know, we all, at least I tried them all and we all realized that it was not for him. And so we got into the arts. And so that's where I've been. Period. Yep. Period. We love, look, we stand a good artist. Um, yes, 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 yes. It's great it's being great. gay and art and being creative. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a it's like it's a special power. It's a special. I feel like I really feel like it divine is. energy. I feel like it is because I'm just I, it just comes natural to me. Like I I started I started in eighth grade not eighth grade I started when I was eight mm-hmm. um, on the saxophone and I played that for a few months, but I wasn't feeling that either. I feel so like then, we just hopped to anything. Then I started singing, and then that's where I took off into jazz and classical and all those good things. Spit something. I started doing, ooh, I get paid now to do those types of things. Ooh, no. ooh, okay. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but then um, after that, then I got into ballet and jazz, uh, jazz dance, all that stuff. And so I've been, that was where I like blossomed. And thankfully, you know, my dad who loved sports, he was my number one cheerleader at all of my uh, performances. And so it was great. Stay the support of father. Yes, we love a supportive father. Um, he's actually still mad at me because I did not major in music in college. But that ship has sailed, sweetheart. So <laughs> I still love the music, though. I, I still get into it. It's but. just not something you see yourself doing for the rest of your life. No, I can do it for the rest of my cool. life. But, but do I you do, want to? I do not enjoy music theory. Um, and for my girls out there who are music majors, you know what I'm talking about. I do not enjoy music theory. In high school, I went to a very competitive art school. Um, shout out to my puffins. We're number one. Come on. Um, come on. <laughs> but so in high school, I was in the, the vocal program. And the program was literally mirrored after a college, a collegiate music performance program. So we had vo- vocal lessons. We had, you know, music theories. We had all these different levels and all these different classes that we had to take. In high school, you know, I, I enjoyed it, but my last class in senior year, I took AP Music Theory, and that was when I was like, oh, uh, uh, this is not for me. What is this, I honey? Just, yes, I would just rather just sing it. I don't need to know, you know, all of this, that, and for. So that's, really, that, that's what really discouraged me, but I still enjoy music. I still love singing all throughout college. I was in you know, our chorale, who was also very popular and, and very well known. So I feel like although I was not a music major, I was still very much a part of the performance music, arts yes. and music, you know, community. Okay. Okay. So speaking of that, um, not really speaking of, but on to the next question. <laughs> uh, next question, because um, I want to save the best one for last, but until mm-hmm. that one, um, so during your time in middle school or high school or even college, did you have a boy crush? You know, are y'all still cool? Are y'all like cool? You, you, you ain't got to say no names. You ain't got name drop. LOL. Like, um, you have one? Did y'all rekindle or y'all still just good friends or or y'all like, you know, it's a... It's, well, let's see. Fox fly. <laughs> Girl, in middle school... 
Um, no, I think in middle school, I was just more like in love with like celebrities. Um, very much so in my own world. Very much Who's so. Who's your first celeb- male celebrity crush? Um, if it's Corbin Blue from High School Musical. I don't got to do the Debbie Ryan. Um, I am. And that's still my man to this day. So Corbin, if you're listening. Anywho. So, yeah. So definitely in middle school, I think it was just like Disney characters that I felt attracted. Rashawn Fagan did something for me. Who was Rashawn Fagan? Light-skinned guy from Camp Rock. The one with the dimples play. Well, uh, see, now I didn't watch Camp Rock because to me, Camp Rock was trying to be High School Musical. Anyways, I did not like that anyways, I was a High School Musical anyways, fan. And anyways, I still stand for High School Musical and Camp any, Rock and whatever Teen Beach musical crap ways. that came after us cannot compare to the level of High School Musical. How can you go from having two movies on the television to having your final movie in the movie theaters, a any, trilogy? Sweetie. Anyways. Sweetie. I would go down for high school either way. Anyway, Zendaya's, Zendaya's brother off of uh, the little second. Oh, yes. I know you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, he's cute. Mm-hmm. He's cute. He's a um, In high school, yeah, I had a few questions in high school. Um, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like. How did you bored. navigate that? How to navigate what? Well, Okay, so like you had like a crush on somebody or whatever. Um, so not fully being into yourself or fully, you know, being out there or being, you know, um, <laughs> how did you like navigate it, or did you navigate it at all, or was was it? Did you did, did you navigate it? If so, how did you do it without feeling like you were serious? How did you do it with feeling like you were still yourself? And if you didn't navigate it, was it any? fear-related things behind it, uh, uh, like aside from rejection? Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, I actually, well, I never would go up to people um, just because from being bullied back in the day, I like built up walls to where if even if you like, uh, if I first met you, I would still be very like, vanilla before I gave you all of me. So I was never the person to walk up to anybody and try and spit game. Um, And unfortunately to this day, I still do not spit game. I like to be approached. (laughs) Southern Bell, honey. So I I never really had any problems about being rejected just because I was never putting myself in the place to be rejected. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as navigating, like navigating that kind of thing while being... um, trying to you know come into my own and and figure out who I am I feel like I just I kind of kept it in um at first um all throughout middle school like many of us I had girlfriends um who I loved and and still still care about and, and and am still friends with um and so I think in high school I was just like alone um I had my best friend Brandon, who I love so much, we talked about things like that, um, but I never like had the the courage to step out and talk to someone. Um, now I did end up getting approached a couple of times um, by some gentlemen who, um, you know, they were very nice. They were very nice gentlemen. Um, one I actually did date, but I don't really call it a. I don't really call him my first boyfriend just because that was like two weeks and so I don't want to count that. Um, 
but he was very sweet very nice um and ultimately we broke up just because i was not in a place to be able to fully be in a relationship just because i again was trying to figure out everything that was going on right. um so unfortunately i kind of had to navigate things in the dark um but you know you live and you learn we grow from it we're better from it um and yeah but no i have not rekindled any of my flames um shit is out yes the last one senior year was a very bad you know a very bad ending um of high school but we're not gonna get into that because i don't hold grudges anymore i don't hold grudges anymore but just know that i'm i still want apology from young man from high school because i really played myself Anyway, moving along. I really did play myself. <laughs> that really wasn't his fault. Never mind, I played myself. We go, look, we this I after after when a person shows you who you are, who they are, believe them the first time. That's all I gotta say about that, period. Come on, Tumblr but quote. It's, but it's all love. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love. So okay, let's see. <laughs> we, we'll we'll talk later. Um, but you know, so you know, during uh, during the book there was a, a big role, um, somebody who was amazing, somebody who was George's everything in the sense. Um, and that person is nanny. So growing up or even now, do you have a nanny? Like, well, do you have a version of nanny in your life? Mm-hmm. I definitely have a nanny. Um, I don't call her nanny. I call her granny grand. Come on, granny um, grand. Yes, it's a very specific name, honey. She said, I don't want to be called grandma. I don't want to be called nana. I don't want to be called granny. I want to be called granny grand. Um, And so, yes, we are actually, like, really close. Like, we're, like, besties. Um, And that kind of stems from when I was younger. uh, My parents were going through a a divorce. And so we, you know, I had to fight through that. Um, And so being at her house was kind of like a safe haven where there wasn't, you know, any turmoil or anything. There were no problems. We were just all having fun. Um, so she really became my like partner in crime. Like if you ask any of her friends, they refer to me as her shadow because literally I would be two steps behind her. Um, we traveled the world together, just like Nanny did in the book. We traveled the world together. We've been to New York, Las Vegas. We've been out the country. We've been all different places. Um, and so, yes, I definitely would say um, I have a nanny in my life. It's Granny Grand. She's always been very supportive in all of my endeavors. Come on. Um, we stay. Uh, she's been a great counselor. Um, she'll tell me that, you know, some of my decisions weren't the best, but she'll be like, well, here's how you get out of it. So shout out to her for that. Yeah. Yes. I would have to say it's it's something I think it's something about black grandmothers. Cause yes. same. Yes. My nanny, my granny grand was my Matsu, which mm-hmm. in a sense was second mother. Mm-hmm. But yes, no, like I feel it travel together, taught me new things. Like honestly, I've all of this that I've done to my room, decorating or even with cooking, honestly, because our okay, so our school did have home ec classes, but it wasn't a requirement. It was um, it was very recommended, but mm-hmm. they didn't really recommend it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, had it not been for her, a lot of this, those skills I want to learn, I want to learn how to cook. Because, look, she had me knowing about what vegan, uh, what vegan vegetarianism is. Bef- I was like 10 years old. She was, te- look, HGTV, Food Network, that was our movie right. night. Look, she 
popcorn from the uh, from the straight from the uh, from the kernels. Like she. Oh, I, ooh, I mm, love now. Mm. Me and my granny grand, we love popcorn too. Oof. We love popcorn. Who we it's have a popcorn something. as well. Yes, the, yes. It's it's something about popcorn from the kernel. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a moment. Kernels. Me too. But after they've been like semi popped, not just like kernels right out the. Bottom, yeah, no, like no. after they've been semi pop and a little soft, semi pop with a little yes. bit of flavor to it, you know, with the I little butters the and stuff. Absolutely, but yeah. yes, no. And then you know, even then, like growing up, like I want to say around the time of my parents' divorce, she was like, it's. I think, yeah, it's a it's a universal thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm um, being you know, like around the time of my parents' divorce, it was a time where it was sort of kind of in between. It wasn't really in between, but I was in between like mom's house, dad's house, you know, stuff like that. So. She'd be like, hey, you want to come over, you know, boom, bring one of your cousins or one of your friends, boom. Y'all can stay the weekend, take mm-hmm. us places, teach us new things, like let us have fun. Yep. And, you know, even growing up, while she was the last person I invited into my life, because I hate using the term coming out, mm-hmm. but, um, but you yeah, know, the last person, she was the last person I personally invited in. But I want to say out of everybody i feel like that was the that was the thing that really like made me emotional because mm-hmm. when because when she and this was recent too so she said there regular day this is when i was living with her um she she got off of work she was like yeah she said so yeah i noticed some of your friends are a little bit she's like they're a little bit different and <laughs> she was That's just different. like she's like different she's like you which mean. is fine Right, she was just like different, which is fine, cause she like she she never really like she don't, she honestly, honestly with her, if it's not worth her energy, she doesn't have time or room to judge. So so if it if it has nothing to do with her, she's just like, okay, whatever. Um, but you know, so she's like, you know, your friends are a little bit different, which is fine. She was like, so like, are you like straight, gay, right? And so I'm 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 bisexual. She's just like, oh okay, and I was just like, huh? <laughs> and what did she say? That's what she said. Oh okay. And she was just and like, that oh. was it. We love and, to see you, right? But then, I, but then she did hit me with the "We'll talk later," which I was awesome. Which I was, look, I was scared. Oh, like, I was my anxiety. Look, we, it, but it was crazy because the "We'll talk later" was three days later, so it was three days of anxiety. Like, Mm-mm. and she just go about her day. Like, she's like, "Yeah, how are you? How was work?" I'm like, it was good. Look, <laughs> no. it was. Ooh, my anxiety was at all time. But when the talk did come around, she was like, "I'm here for you. Like, I support you. Anything that you do, like, I'm here for you." She was like, you know, she was just like in the same speech that a lot of people give to black queer people. You know, is be safe. But <laughs> I saw she was like, "Yeah, I support you." She's like, "I'm here for you still. Like, don't let any of that change. Like, none of that just going to change." That's just like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> love to see it. Shout out to Manny. <laughs> Shout out, Shout, to out to Shout out to all the nannies. Shout out to all the nannies. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to all of them. The world we wouldn't go. The world wouldn't go around without y'all. So shout out. It definitely. Look, this is a formal shout out to all the nannies out there in the world. We yes. love y'all. We appreciate y'all, especially some of us young black queer folk. We really like. You're awesome. Keep doing you. you rock. Keep doing what you're you gotta do. Yes. You rock. We rock. We rock. We rock. Oh, I thought you didn't watch. Uh. Uh-uh. Mm. Now I didn't say I didn't listen to them tra- the soundtrack. Okay. All right. I, I guess I'll let this slide. But yes, um Not that <laughs> but yes, that wraps up uh everything. Where can the girls find you at? Well, you can uh subscribe to the Benjamin blog at the Benjamin All of us um, you can follow me boxes. on 
Yes. Or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. They're both at Benji Koi, B-E-N-J-I-E-C-O-Y. And as usual, you can find me at I'm So Prime with two O's um, on Instagram or at Instagram or Twitter or follow the Geek uh, Instagram or Twitter page. Uh, Have some content coming up for you guys. As you guys also know, June 19th, Patreon is up audiobook um also one thing that i did not mention in the news and updates is that also all of these interviews that we have been doing over zoom because the reactions the facial reactions make like it builds character to the audio so if you want to see that join the patreon because that is also in there along with exclusive photography from kavan yes kavan is coming back we are planning a very special episode where is kavan i thought i was meeting him today i just realized that Yes, no, he is coming back. So, yes, so, you know, it was uh, back. back in, uh, you know, it was back in March or whatever. Uh, he was, you know, he, he told the girls he would, he would be in and out, you know, until he officially come back because he, he's going through, uh, you know, while, you know, moving and all of that other stuff and being a essential worker. So it's just like he doesn't really get the luxury. I got you. Shout yeah. out to Kavan. Do your thing, girl. He's doing it too look it's because he popped in for the phil episode but um you know but like i said popping in but you know so he's officially <laughs> coming back soon so you know tune uh tune into that also follow his socials it's at pete the geek three on twitter and at underscore pete the geek on instagram um but yes it was great having you on um next oh time gosh, you come let me I just want to say that, Michael, I am so proud of you. Thank you for having me. Um, I absolutely love the platform that you're having. And I'm so, so, so proud of everything that you're doing. Y'all, Michael is one of the hottest working girls in showbiz. Okay? So I'm so proud of you. Thank you for having me. Um, I wait to see what you can I'm going to cry. Just kidding. Have a good night. You're, you're the best. Proud of you. Thank you. No, you're the best. Because honestly, uh, a piece of inspiration of Geek was from you starting your blog. Because girl, I was a little, look, no, look, I was a little, I was a little, uh, I was, uh, it was around the time, yeah, I want to say after second semester, I was just like, I want to start a blog. I was just like, I don't know. I, was, I don't feel comfortable. And I was just like, I don't really want to start oh. a platform. And then I seen that you start showing and you was like, pumping out he was i was just like oh i was like you know what and then i really started taking it into consideration then i want to say it was your second relaunch where i was just like yes i was just like i'm gonna you know i was just like i'm gonna do this i was like i'm gonna do this i'm glad i could be a part but yes i'm, I'm very proud of you i love this, love this. just keep doing what you're you doing for who's cutting the onions who is cutting onions, girl? Somebody threw some sand in my face. I think it's chemicals. <laughs> it's some chemicals, girl. Dead. <laughs> but yes, no, it was great to have you on. Uh, yes, everything will be in the description box below. Um, we love you guys, gays and girls. But until next time, bye.